0: Shall we ask God to help us? Father, we come to you now and we thank you that you're always there for us. And so we want to pray that uh, as we turn now to your word to think about it, that we might know the help of your Holy Spirit to guide us into all truth for Jesus' sake. Amen. When God wants to do something really great in his world, he doesn't send an army but an angel. The angel often visits a couple and promises to send them a baby. So writes Warren Wearsby, the American Bible scholar, in his commentary. And so we can think of the likes of Abraham and Sarah with Isaac. We might think of Amram and Jochebed with Moses. We might think of Zechariah and Elizabeth with John the Baptist, and even Mary and Joseph with Jesus. And the birth of Samson seems to bear all the same hallmarks. God's word says, A certain man of Zorah named Manoah from the clan of the Danites had a wife who was childless. Unable to give birth, the angel of the Lord appeared to her and said, You are barren and childless, but you are going to become pregnant and give birth to a son. Their son was Samson. And the angel told them that he was going to be special from birth and for life. He was going to be a Nazarite dedicated to God from birth. That meant that he needed to take on certain vows for devout living. All the details are in number six, if you uh, want to be reminded of them. And normally it's what people would choose to do for themselves for a period of time in Israel. But for Samson, God said it would be for life for him. His parents were told the reason he was born. He will take the lead in delivering Israel from the hands of the Philistines. How did this come about? You've got it. It's that deja vu time again. And we read again the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. So the Lord delivered them into the hands of the Philistines for 40 years. And so the woman gave birth to a boy, the Bible says, and named him Samson. He grew and the Lord blessed him. And the spirit of the Lord began to stir him. Being a Jew... He would, of course, need to obey all that the Lord, their God, had commanded them to love God, to obey God, to be the distinct people he wanted them to be. He was not to intermarry with those nations that still lived in the land that God had given them. Warren be again. It is a riddle wrapped up in a mystery inside an enigma. In the speech broadcast October the 1st, 1939, that's how Sir Winston Churchill described the actions of the Russians in his day. But what he said about Russian actions could be applied to Samson, the last of the judges. For his behavior is a riddle wrapped up in a mystery inside an enigma. Samson was unpredictable and undependable, because he was double-minded. And James reminds us that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Wiersbe continues, it is well been said that the greatest ability is dependability. And you could depend on Samson to be undependable. Bold before men, Samson was weak before women, and just couldn't resist telling them, his secrets. He was empowered by the spirit of God, yet he yielded his body to the appetites of the flesh. Called to declare war on the Philistines, he fraternized with the enemy and even tried to marry a Philistine woman. He fought the Lord's battles by day and he disobeyed the Lord's commandments by night. Given the name Samson, which means sunny, he ended up in the darkness, blinded by the very enemy he was supposed to conquer. So writes Wearsby. He failed on almost all of his vows as a Nazarite. And as a Jew, he disobeyed God. And as we've just read, uh, he, he disobeyed God in his fraternization with the Philistines. Uh, But for me, perhaps one of the saddest verses in the Bible is when he finally succumbs to Delilah and his hair has been cut off by Delilah while he slept. And she calls to him that the Philistines were upon him and Samson goes to do as he had done before to get up, only to find that his strength had left him. And the Bible tells us why. He did not know that the Lord had left him. He did not know that the Lord had left him. I find that so sad. He led Israel for 20 years. Uh, Amazingly for all his failures, God had used him. He was the chosen instrument of his love and compassion to save Israel at that time check out hebrews 11 and amazingly you find samson taking his place in god's hall of fame of faith how amazing he's there alongside Barak, the weak faith <laughs> compared to deborah and also with gideon so, samson <clears throat> such a complex and confusing character At least he is to me, and I think he was to Warren Wearsby as well. Uh, And there is so much for us to learn from him, far too much for this morning. But for this morning, what can we take from it? First of all, I think Samson was a man of so much potential, but he failed to live up to his calling, both as one of God's people and As a Nazarite, and we're reminded that we have a calling from God as we seek to be His people today. And Paul recognized it, and Paul struggled with it to live up to it himself, even the great apostle Paul. And he recognized the battle that waged within him between the old nature, he would describe it, and the new nature. And for this, He knew he needed God's help. And we hear him say, thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And then I can do all this through him who gives me strength. We will never live up to God's calling in our own strength. The battle wages within for all of us. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory. He gives us the strength. And then he was guilty himself of doing what was right in his own eyes. Called to be the leader of Israel, we would expect him to set the example and uh, be obedient to God. But he did what was right in his own eyes, just like everybody else, for which God's judgment would come. God had called him to do lead and to deliver God's people. But sadly, his own life became a mirror image of the spiritual decline of Israel. How ironical is that? Paul again, Romans 12. Do not conform to the pattern of his world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, his pleasing. His perfect will Samson a man of great physical strength but weak in the spiritual area and we often feel like that so where does our strength come from where does our strength from for Samson it was that the Spirit of the Lord would come powerfully upon him a phrase that uh, crops up uh, numerous times But there came that sad time when he had lost his strength he didn't know that the lord had left him psalm 28 the lord is my strength and my shield my heart trusts in him and he helps me he helps me psalm 73 my flesh and my heart may fail but god is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. As we read from uh, judges through this week, there's a danger, I think, that we can become a bit critical of the characters that we have considered, and perhaps this morning with Samson more than the others. But uh, we do need to be able to learn from them, Paul, again, says in Romans 15, for everything that was written in the past was written to teach us. So we're meant to learn from Samson, although he doesn't seem to be any role model or example for us. But at the same time, we need to look beyond, don't we, each of these to recognize what God was doing at that time. In spite of the disobedience, in spite of the weaknesses, In spite of the weak weak, uh, failings of his people, God still loved them. And working through those he raised up in the ways he chose, he still wanted to show his mercy and compassion towards them to save him, to save them. When we mess up, we need to remember that we need to look beyond ourselves and our circumstances to God. Those lovely words in Hebrews 4.